the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is pre-recorded. This is Simply for Women, a place for that mom who knows the chaos of life, the daughter who faces the challenges of the day, and for those women who want to deepen their faith. God invites us to take Him off our to-do list and to simply be, to simply be with Him. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and not necessarily those of Salem Media Group, staff, management, or advertisers. Now here's your host, Jennifer Jackson. Uh, we are in the middle of a series that I just love. One of my absolutely absolute favorite topics is worship. We're talking about when to worship. So if you miss the previous episodes, go to jennifer-jackson.org and catch up about when to worship. Now is the time. We want to worship here on earth. We've talked about we want to worship one day in heaven. We want to put God first, not second. He has to be number one. We talked about that, and he's all throughout the Bible being worshipped and worshipped God, that we were designed to worship him. We were created to worship him. And so today we're going to look at when we're going to worship him every day, every week for our kids, you know, for the next generation. They need to see that. And sometimes we worship God even when an enemy is present. So I hope you'll listen. This was uh, this message was from the church next door. That's our happy place, my church on the west side of Columbus. Here you go. When to worship. So when when do we worship God? We worship him every single day and weekly. I tagged this on there. I didn't know it was going in my notes somehow, but for our kids. For our kids. We are here weekly for our kids. You know, I, If I called Doyle's mom right now, where would she be? She'd be in church. If my grandma were alive and I called her right now, she'd be in church. If if my parents are in church, but until they moved here, they would have been in church on a Sunday morning. I am so privileged that all my life, the people that I love so much, I knew if I would have called them on a Sunday morning, they would be in church. That's for the kids. That's given me a lot of courage in my life and a lot of strength in my life. And there's something about that consistency. There's something about that faithfulness. You know what the World War II generation, they said the greatest generation ever, after they had seen the hell of Holocaust, they came back and where were they? They were in church because they wanted God. And they said, we will give him that faithfulness. They had seen all kinds of atrocities, and they were faithful to be there. And there's something about that. I, I feel it's missing. So Jasmine and I were talking, and I know you saw her in the video. She's our fabulous new children's director. I'm so proud of her. And when we were talking, I said, well, why don't you challenge them 52 weeks, 52 teachers, 52 weeks? And that seemed like, whoa, that's so Countercultural. Nobody does anything for 52 weeks. But you can have a substitute when you're on vacation. But I believe with all my heart that God is calling our church and some of you to be those Sunday school teachers for the kids every week. 
I know the ones that we had when I volunteered in children's ministry year after year, and the ones that were here every week, it made such a difference. The, the teachers in my life were the ones that were there every week. I can remember their names. I know their faces. So that might be just for you today. And if you're in here, I'm challenging you to help out the children's ministry and to do that every week. So we do it daily and weekly for our kids in the secret places. That's, that's at home. Your secret place might be your car, might be your shower. For me, there's nothing better than belting out worship to the Lord alone in my car. I love that. That is a secret place for me. I remember my little brother when he was 11, uh, belting out worship in the shower. And uh, we were teasing him one day because he was in there. He had worshiped, and then he had a sermon in the shower. And when he got out, we're like, wow, what are you doing in there? And he's like, I was Pastor Doyle. (laughs) And we laughed so hard. He was pretending to be Doyle in the shower. But, you know, the secret place, you get a sermon, don't you? You know, you get, a, you get a worship song because there's something safe about that hidden place that it's just you and God and you can just be free and you could, no, no, one, no one is judging you in that moment. And so find your secret place every day. And then on the Sabbath, that's why we're here today, Exodus 28, remember the Sabbath and keep it holy. And then celebrations and feasts. Those are the times we worship. I remember when I had preschool kids, I said to Doyle, can I skip preschool? Well, everybody was doing preschool. And I said, but I have this window of time. I only got to stay home and not work when my kids were very young. And I felt like this was a privileged few couple, you know, couple years. And I said, can't I teach them the shapes and the numbers and the colors? And I'll take them to playtime because I want to put praise in my kids. And we we did tiny tot praise in the living room. We turned our living room every day. We had a preschool praise time in our living room. Me and my little my little toddlers. That's precious. Every day we would have a little. We had the donut man. I don't know today they have Yancey. There's so many great things for kids, aren't there? But something about that mom or that dad having that time with your kids. It's very precious. And I remember walking down the sidewalk with Aaron one day, and you know how you are with little kids. Come on, come on, come on. And what are you doing? And he was doing this, and he said, Mom, I'm blowing kisses to Jesus. And I knew in his heart some of that was sinking in. But that's why. Make your home a place of worship. Make your house a place of worship. I have a friend, her son was sick, and she turned on worship music 24-7. And he got better. She turned it on in the house. I've told many women that over the years, they've had a rough time at home. I said, put on worship music 24-7. Call me back in a couple days. Let's see if there's a change in the atmosphere. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Psalm twenty-two, twenty-nine. Let the rich feast on the earth and worship. That's us. <laughs> Bow before him, all who are mortal, all whose lives will end as dust. Our children will also serve him. Future generations will hear about the wonders of the Lord. You know, one of the reasons we gather on the Sabbath is when we worship corporately together, it strengthens our faith, doesn't it? I remember sitting in the nosebleed section of a Michael W. Smith worship concert with my in-laws. And Betty and I, my mother-in-law, just sobbing, and he, he was, you know, we were worshiping together. And there was something about looking around that stadium 
And when you see thousands of believers gathered together and worshiping, it strengthens your faith, doesn't it? And so that's why when we gather together, it, we're encouraging one another. This is, our, this is our big boost so that we can make it through the week. So when else, when do we worship God? We need to worship when an enemy is present. When an enemy is present. Uh, there was a little boy, and when he was 10 years old, he, he had learned the song by Hezekiah Walker that said, Every praise to our God. Have you, you ought to look that up today. Hezekiah Walker would do like flash mobs. So every praise is to our God. And this little guy, he had learned, Every praise is to our God. And he got kidnapped. And he was in the back seat of that car, and for three hours, he wouldn't stop singing, every praise is to our God. Every praise is to our God. And the kidnapper finally kicked him out of the car. <laughs> and they said, it's a true story, you can look it up. They said it was so uh, dangerous for him to tell that story because of the situation, but he said, I don't care. And he told it everywhere. He's still telling it. Every praise is to our God. The enemy hates that. The enemy hates your praise, and that's why it's so hard to praise sometimes, isn't it? You feel that resistance, but he has to go. He has to go. Go, 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 go. Go bye-bye. My mentor, Evelyn Simpson, she used to say, Jennifer, honey, you can praise your way out of any pit. You can praise your way out of any darkness. And she would sing to me on the phone, and she would sing this little song, Sing the clouds away. Night will turn to day if you sing and sing and sing, sing the clouds away. And you can do that too. That is the lifting up. You know, it says in Joel, let there be a lifting up, a lifting up. Let there be a lifting up. It comes through worship. That's where we have that. When we have an enemy present, look at this. Moses is bowing in Exodus 34 to the ground. I love Moses. He's always physical, isn't he? He's taking his shoes off. He's bowing. They say he was the meekest man on earth. He bowed to the ground at once. He worshiped, Lord, if I have found favor in your eyes, then let the Lord go with us. Although this is a stick-necked people, forgive our wickedness and sin and take us as your inheritance. Then the Lord said, I'm making a covenant with you before all your people. I will do wonders never before done in any nation in all the world. And the people you live among will see How awesome is the work that I, the Lord, will do for you. Obey what I command you today, and I will drive out before you the Amorites, the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Jebusites, all those ites. God wants to drive out your ites before you. If you have an enemy, maybe you have somebody that really hates you. Maybe you have somebody that's against you. Begin to worship God. See, we we worship God, and then he does the moving. We, we can't do it. That's part of worship. Here I am, Lord. I'm just the created. You're the creator. And he will move them out. He will move them on. He will, he will destroy the enemy that comes against you. Yes, he will. He will destroy those ites. What ites are you facing today? Perhaps there's something in your finances, your marriage. What about a relationship with a child or a young adult? I don't know what you're facing right now. You could have an addiction, but I believe that God, when we begin to worship him, then we can just relax and pause and watch him 
move those enemies out of the way. So I wanted to take the remainder of our time and say a quick prayer over you. Whatever is hindering you today, let's just give it to the Lord and welcome uh, him into our lives. God, we thank you for our lives. We thank you that we are created and you are the creator and we want to worship you. I pray that every blockage would be removed right now from our hearts and from our minds so that we might fully honor respect and worship you and god you know the things you know the ites that we have faced you know what is bothering us you know the pain and the hurt and the challenge and so god we we give that to you asking you to move it to push it and in the meantime we raise our hands we lift our voice we praise you we honor you we thank you we love you lord we want you to know we worship you today we want to worship you with our whole being we love you so much you are good you are good father amen in jesus name amen amen well you are listening to simply for women i'm jennifer jackson i hope you will stay with us because the testimony that is coming up is really going to encourage your faith in the meantime i want you to go to jennifer-jackson.org and send me an email i want to hear from you go there you can listen to previous episodes you can download a, a prayer there's even healing showers of power for healing right there at jennifer-jackson.org well you are listening to simply for women we'll be right back Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.